0: Well, hey there, sweet teacher. How are you today? Tony here coming at you with another episode of the Primary Teacher Friends Podcast. I hope you're having a not-so-hectic great week with your students or maybe a week of rest over Christmas break. At the time of this release, it is early December, and I know we're all looking forward to that stretch of time we'll have to sleep in and watch Netflix all day and eat lots of Christmas candy. But for those of you who are in my audience that are preppers, those people that like to get ready ahead of time, today's episode is for you. I'm going to talk all about a January reset. How do we get our students back in gear after that break and continue in this very noble job of getting these little people to their goals for the year? If you are avoiding everything school related, which I totally understand, say, Save this episode for later, but if you're ready to get back into gear for January, this episode is just for you. Are you ready? You are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow, you're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker, and you're among friends here. And now, your host, primary teacher, content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. so looking forward to Christmas break. Even though this year has not been as physically strenuous as a normal year, you can bet my brain is completely fried from sitting in front of a computer day in and day out. So yeah, I am totally geeking out over this idea of Christmas break, but I'm not going to forget during that time that I have an incredibly important, monumental job to do come January 1st, and that is to get my second grade readers across the finish line. And so that was my thinking behind today's episode. If you are avoiding everything school related, and I don't blame you if you are, come back to this episode later. But we have some big fish to fry starting back in January. We have to get those kids over the finish line. And in order to do that, we need them to be in gear and ready to learn when it's time for us to get back to it. So I've technically been a teacher for more than 10 years, but for my eight years in public education, I've always found January to be very, very challenging. During many of my years, I show back up in January unprepared. That's because I had a long list of things to do over break, but somehow in the mix of all the holiday cheer, forgot all about my real job. So I'd like to help you avoid that very same shortcoming. I want you to be ready in January to face what is about to hit you. Although sometimes it seems to drag, the rest of the school year actually passes by very, very quickly. We get back in gear in January, and before you know it, it's end of the year season. And I've reflected at the end of the year many times and regretted not being more prepared, not more focused. So now I face January with three main goals in mind to help my students get a refresh and a restart to their school year. So if you're ready to hear them, here are three ways to get back in gear come January. I think of these three things as goals things that I need to accomplish in order to get that restart, that reset. Goal number one is to review my expectations or rules and my classroom routines. In a way, our students are completely new when they return back to their classroom in January. They've had such a long stretch of time with no schedule, no routine. They almost forget what that is and what it's like to actually have to you know, do something. Definitely do not assume that your students will do exactly what they did back in December. I call this not remembering what to do January amnesia. It's like they come back as blank slates. Although it doesn't take as much hoaxing as it does in the beginning of the year, Your students are still going to need some training. I blame it all on the YouTube binges. It's like their brains were turned off all that time and now we have to push the button to get them back on again. So it's my job to be that push and reminder to them that, hey, you have responsibilities. You have expectations and let's get back to them so that we can get back to learning. My suggestion is to not plan a whole lot of important content that first week back to school. It's just like our beginning of the year. We can't expect them to know exactly what to do and when to do it. And therefore, we can't plan a lot of content in there because they'll probably miss it in the shuffle. So definitely plan content. It's not that they can't do anything. Just don't plan as much as you normally would. Another tip that I have for you and I've learned the hard way is not to come in with big plans to start new routines, new schedules, and new materials the very first few days back to school. It's just too much to begin with. We have to take baby steps each time we make a new change to our school day. I don't know how you are, but what I do every December and January is I set my resolutions so on January 1st, not only am I going to be on a new diet, I'm finally going to lose that extra weight, but I'm also going to quit caffeine, I'm going to read more, I'm going to walk more, I'm going to do all these things come January 1st. Well, it never happens because it's just too much change expected to happen too quickly. If instead I set one clear goal and achieve that and then have it stacked, a new goal on top of that, then I could be more successful with my new year resolutions. Our students are already overwhelmed with getting up early again, with having to come to school probably out in the cold depending on where you live, and they're also feeling the after effects of all that technology use. They were on those iPads all that time and now you're telling them they can't get on there? They actually have to listen to you? Take it easy on those kids. They need time to get back into their prime and that is when they are set and ready to learn a new routine or to have a schedule change, all of those things. You can do it, but take baby steps and give them a few days to get back in their old routine before you put something new in front of them. So that is my first goal for January, just to review what they already know and to get them back in routine. And then if I need to, that is when I will introduce something new. Another goal that I have in January is always to refresh my rewards and student recognition systems. You're probably thinking, well, Tony, you just told me not to do anything new in January. Well, this is completely different. If you look back over the last few months and your behavior was bad, it wasn't working well, this is a perfect time to Get it changed up to switch things up and move them around to give you better results for the second half of the school year. I'm not suggesting that you find this complicated reward system that you have to explain and demonstrate and go through. I'm only saying it's a good time to evaluate what you were using and find new ways to recognize and connect with your students and to reward them for those positive behaviors. Back in my kindergarten days, which I miss so, so much... I would normally begin a sticker card reward system in January. Up until December, my normal rewards, the easy things that I do in the classroom normally would work just fine. But I always found that in January, my students really needed some extra motivation. So I would print out these 10 frames and I would buy stickers from the Dollar Tree. And when a student filled a card, they would get some type of reward. Whether that was extra recess or no homework or extra computer time, it really worked well in kindergarten. So if you haven't used that system and you're teaching in person and you really have a tough group that needs some extra motivation, you can check out that system that I used. I will drop a link to the sticker card motivation system down in the show notes. I've always found that my second graders don't need that level of motivation, though. So I'm actually looking right now for new ways to motivate my kids who are virtual come January. So far, I've used rewards like cheers and student shout outs, and we've played boys versus girls or kids versus teacher. So personally, I'll be finding some new things because I found a few behaviors even in my virtual classroom that I would like to fix come January. Now, if you haven't found them already, I actually have a whole set of virtual classroom rewards that are free over at teachertonycom forward slash virtual rewards. Those are some very easy ways to reward your students if you're teaching virtually or even if you're in the regular classroom. They work very well. And one of those strategies could be a great way for you to come back in January and reward your students and boost their engagement just remember that our students always need recognition. They need to feel competent and capable in your classroom in order to learn at the optimal level. So whether you believe in rewards or not, be sure to recognize students for their efforts in some way or another. So goal number one is to review expectations and routines. Goal number two is to use a new reward or student recognition system. And finally, my third goal, one that I highly recommend and is to give your parents and your families a refresh too so we all know how important family involvement is in our students' success, especially at the primary level, where our students are very reliant on the adults in their life to support them. Well, don't forget their families need a refresh too. Likely, they've gotten out of routine and they've forgotten things that they knew a few weeks ago, and they need your support now, just like they did at the very beginning of the school year. So go ahead and plan that you're going to have to give parents extra support in January. Back in August and September, when we first started going back to school and we were all virtual, I knew that most of my evenings would be filled with supporting parents with tech support and all those things that they needed to help their student be successful in the school year. Well, I'm going to approach January in the very same mindset and you should too. Let's not get upset with them when they forget things that they once knew when we have to give them extra support and even grace. Let's be a little more lenient than we usually are until they get back into their prime as well. You know, this would be a great time to consider a parent meeting to refocus on goals and to review the expectations. If you're teaching virtually, you could even record a video and make it a graded assignment on your Google Classroom or Seesaw or whatever you use. Or if you're teaching in person and you're worried your parents won't see it, consider sending a QR code home that links to the video with a few short questions at the bottom that they have to answer and then sign just to ensure that they see your video and they have access to that information that will help them to reset and reboost for January. This is also a good time to mix up things with your communication just a little bit. Evaluate what you've used up to this point. Do you feel that your parents are highly engaged with you and know what to do and know how to contact you and know how you will contact them? Then you're probably doing a great job in this area. But if you don't feel connected and you know this is an area of improvement, the very first week back is a great time to send home new information about how you'll communicate with your families. Use this as a new opportunity to improve what you're doing. Don't look at what you're already doing and just accept it as this is the way it has to be for the rest of the year. Families are rested and they are ready to do something new in order to get through the rest of the school year. So to wrap up this last goal, don't forget that your parents and families need a refresh just as much as you and your students do. When we think of it that way, you are setting yourself up for success for the rest of the school year. So just a final recap of the three goals review your expectations and routines, use a new reward or student recognition system, and give parents and families a refresh too by evaluating your communication and improving it if you need to. I hope you can take these three goals of mine and add to them and have the very best rest of the school year ever, teacher. Before I let you go for today, let me tell you that I'm having weekly giveaways in my Primary Teacher Friends Facebook group. Every Friday, I'll be posting a review that a customer on TPT has left on one of my products. In that post, you'll find directions to enter very easily to win whatever that product is. So be looking out for those every Friday, probably around lunchtime, and be sure to leave a comment to enter to win whatever that product is. I know we've all spent our fair share of money on Amazon this holiday season, but you can also enter to win a $50 Amazon gift card by writing a review on this podcast, screenshotting your review, and posting it in our Primary Teacher Friends Facebook group. I'll be doing the December drawing a little early this year so that you can spend that money on Christmas if you'd like. But if you leave it after that deadline, you'll be entered in the January giveaway. So do me a big favor, write a review, screenshot it, don't forget to post it, and then leave it over in our Primary Teacher Friends Facebook group. I'll leave a link in the show notes so that you can go over and request to join. One last reminder to hang in there until Christmas break. We're almost there. I hope you have a wonderful holiday. I love you. I appreciate you. And get lots of rest and relaxation. Until we meet again, go make a difference, teacher friend.